footsteps of Jesus from down under. This is Nick Krita, your host. Welcome to the program. I'm very happy to be with you today. And I'm very happy to have my guest from far away coming to Australia and to share with us on our program his story, his journey with God. And I'd like to say welcome to Dinos. Welcome to our program. Thank you very much. I'm very happy to be here. Now, the reason I said that um, you are coming from far away, because I know you used to live in Australia for um, a number of years, and we may hear about that uh, as you share, but at the moment you are living in Greece, are you? Correct. Right, and you are coming um, from time to time to yes. visit... After I retired in Australia, yeah. uh, the last uh, 10-15 years, I went back to Greece, and I live there, but every year I come to Australia for three to four months, then I go back again. All right, now that's great. To visit the children, grandchildren. Sure, sure. Dinos, I would like to share with us a bit of your background first. Sure. And we'll come to see what brought you closer to God. Share with us. Sure. Well, when you go back uh, in the 50s and 60s, many people were traveling to Australia or somewhere to America, but a lot of Greeks and Italians were coming to Australia in those days. And uh, my sister came first, and then I came to Australia too. Usually uh, a sister was coming first, they had a program, and then they made an invitation, and then the brothers followed. Mm-hmm. But uh, my journey in um, in the footsteps of Jesus to follow in the Christian way, being in Greece and being in a Greek Orthodox setting as a church, we were growing up as little children, and uh, but I was very close with my grandfather, mm-hmm. and uh, when uh, my grandfather died, I. I was looking for him, and I was asking every day, "Where's uh, grandfather? Puno papus, puno papus." I was saying Greek. Uh, Where's the grandfather? Where's the grandfather? And uh, uh, one day, my uncle said, uh, "Look, if he was good, uh, he went to heaven. His soul went to heaven." And uh, a little child, now a little boy, uh, was heaven. I said to. Dine Oranos, like, what is heaven? And uh, he says, uh, he described it, mm-hmm. and like it's paradise, it's a very nice place, and peaceful, and so. I said, okay, Papu is okay, you know, uh, the grandfather. Mm-hmm. Then, after a few days, again I was looking for my Papu, for my grandfather. And I think my uncle had enough of me, so he says, listen, I told you before, that if he was good, his soul went to heaven, but if he was bad, he went to hell. I said, what? What is hell? Colossus, it's in Greek, Colossus. So, so when he described to me hell, oh boy, I didn't like this God. Mm-hmm. Because uh, my grandfather to be burning and so on, so I, I wasn't happy at all. Anyway, to cut a long story short, after uh, quite a few years, when I came to Australia, I was about 18 years old, in 1963, mm-hmm. I came to Australia. Uh, 
and uh, I was living in Sydney with my sister and I used to go to work by foot in those days <laughs> many Italians and Greeks who used to walk to their work mm -hmm. anyway and uh, after a few uh, weeks my mind always had these questions about my grandfather and one day I was walking down on the road on Oxford Street and there was a, a bookshop there that had different uh, books and also music from Greece and so on so maybe it was my thoughts or something I heard like a voice why don't you go in there and get a book about God and find an answer to your question mm -hmm. so I went in there and I said excuse me do you have a book about God you know <laughs> uh, the Bible you know we call it geography in Greek mm -hmm. so or Evangelion so I went inside and I said we have a last one so I bought it and then I thought so I also bought a dictionary so I bought these two books and I went home okay so I went home was my sister and her husband Panayotis so after work every night we didn't watch television we started reading from the Bible right from the beginning we started from Genesis beautiful stories and so on but in Exodus when you came to Exodus still very nice stories you know when you came to chapter 20 I said to him hey Panayoti look what it says here here it mentions Sabato Sabato now uh, the Sabbath in Greek is Sabato and I said to him we keep Kyriaki like Sunday mm -hmm. but in Greek it's not Sunday we say Kyriaki which yes. is Lord's Day yes in the name anyway so I said to him here it says Sabato and he says to me uh, when I said we have Kyriaki and here in the Bible says Sabato he says listen this is f for the priest it's not for us and I thought to myself, he's older than me, mm -hmm. he's more educated than me, so, and we always respect the elders, yes. so I was quite happy, let's put it this way. When we continued to read, and we came to Leviticus, we were lost. So we skipped Old Testament, <laughs> and we went to the New Testament. Mm -hmm. So we went to the New Testament, and as we were reading, the Gospels, beautiful, the story mm. of Jesus and mm. his miracles and the disciples. Then we came to the story of Lazarus. And what a story! And when Lazarus died, and after four days, and Jesus says to the disciples, when the message came and he says he's dead, Jesus says, no, 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 he's not dead. He's asleep. So the disciples says, well, if he's asleep, he'll wake up thinking of the sleep that we sleep now. Yes. And then Jesus says, no, no, he's dead. He died. At that moment, at that moment, a heavy load of my shoulders about what happened to my grandfather just dropped. Wow. And I was so relieved. You see, in the Greek language, the graveyards, we call them kimiteria sleeping places mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as a matter of fact the word cemetery its roots is from a kimiterion like many words in English
are rooted in the Greek. Mm -hmm. Like if you go to in the medical field, a lot of words, all theology, mm -hmm. like uh, geology, chronology, archaeology, yes. gynecology, all these, the roots in the Greek language. Yes. But anyway, so that was my beginning. But as we were reading, this Sabaton came up again. I said, Panagioti, something is wrong here. There is Sabaton again. And then he said to me something I will never forget. He said, listen, Dino, if you want to go ahead in life, three things you have to stay away from. And I was all ears to hear what is these three things. Yes. I was younger, he was older, yes. and I respected. He was more highly educated. He says, politics, never get involved in politics, religion, and women. <laughs> these three things. So I heard him about uh, politics, women, but on religion. I was always thinking of my grandfather. And then after uh, we read the story about Lazarus, how Jesus was so clear mm -hmm. that when a person dies, he's just asleep. There's long, the long sleep till the day when he comes again. And you know, in the Greek creed that we have, we call the pistevo, mm -hmm. the Christian creed, again at the end, at the end, and he gets, and again he comes in glory. And the dead in Christ will rise. Wow. You see? And uh, so it's tied up. Resurrection is tied up with a glorious second coming of Jesus. And that gives you hope. So that was my beginning into a journey with Jesus and the Bible. Searching. And uh, searching. Exactly. Searching, yes. Because you were, uh, as you said, uh, grew up in an Orthodox uh, environment as myself, coming from an Orthodox background. You just believe what you've been told. Yeah. Uh, either by the priest or by the family or sure. the elderly people, as you just said. Mm. But it's very little uh, encouragement for people to search for themselves and to understand the Word of God. Correct. But you are doing just that. You open the Bible and yeah. start to search the Bible and the Bible starts to uh, reveal to yourself that is through true. those stories. That is true. And you see, uh, uh, another thing that is a big plus for a Greek person is the language. Mm -hmm. You see the language. For instance, in English, there is a problem. In is, uh, for instance, the names of the days of the week. Okay. And the names of the, of the days of the week in Greek is so clear that a child can see the difference. Mm. For instance, for instance, we are not, uh, of course, now we are on radio, we are not visually to show you in the writing, mm -hmm. but let's just imagine, use our imagination. Uh, in English, you say Sunday. Okay. Now, the sun is not with O, it's with you. Mm -hmm. Sun. If you, if you just separate the day and use the first uh, half of the word sun mm -hmm. if it is with O it's son of your descendants it's mm. your child yes but it's with you and when you read that first part of the word sun it refers to the sun in the sky mm -hmm. okay now what happened in the ancient times the Romans and before the Romans the pagans mm -hmm. uh, with their naked eye they looked up in the sky and the biggest body in the sky with the naked eye is the sun. Mm -hmm. So that was the first day of worship as a sun, worshiping the sun. 
So this that existed in the pagans, mm-hmm. and then the second big, biggest body in the sky, with a naked eye, it's after the, the sun is exactly. <laughs> so the second day it was the moon day. So the Sunday, the moon day, and then you have uh, Tuesday came from Tug. Oh, well, this is comes in English because if you go in Latin, you have. Uh, dies Solis, uh, Dies Lunae, Dies Martis, and so on. Yes. And you have all the planetary, I'm yeah. not going to analyze every detail, but you have the planetary system, but the Anglo-Saxons took this to their gods, and that's why you have, you have Sunday, uh, Monday, like the day of the sun, the day of the moon, then it was Tiuk, from Tiuk, from Wooden, you have Wednesday, mm-hmm. from Thor, you have Thursday, from Frigga, you have Friday, from Saturn, Saturday, you see? And we go like this, but in the Greek, oh, in the Greek, it's so clear. We go by numbers. You mm-hmm. see, in English you say Monday. In the Greek is Vevtera, that means second day. Triti, third day. Tetarti, fourth day. Pemti, fifth day. But you know what? We never say sixth. We say Paraskevi. Mm-hmm. It comes from the word, from the verb, paraskevazo. That means I prepare. Wow. That's in the Greek language. Preparation no day. Greek around the world will ever say, will never say sixth day. But paraskevi. I'm preparing. Preparing for what? Because to sabato ergete. The Sabbath is coming. It's amazing. Yeah. In the Greek, it's so clear. Uh, once I was talking with a priest, I, uh, that's a tremendous experience. Uh, uh, Papa Petros, tremendous. Oh, the way I met this man is it, it, a story in itself. Uh, I don't know if I should say it now. Maybe just quickly. I was in a bus uh, traveling from uh, Nikia to Athens. I was running a program how to give a fi- um, uh, smoking in five days. Mm-hmm. It was a five-day plan how to give up smoking. Anyway, and uh, this particular day, my car broke down, so I got, a, a, I took the bus. Yeah. <laughs> if you take the bus in Greece, oh boy, you know, a can of sardines, you have room for some oil. Mm-hmm. In Greece, it just, it's something, it's an experience to drive. So I went in there, and then I thought, oh Lord, I, I will be standing all the time. Suddenly, I noticed there was an empty chair. And I thought to myself, what is happening? See, next to the chair, a priest was sitting. And in Greek culture, it's bad luck to sit next to a priest. <laughs> so when I saw this, I said, oh, thank you, Lord. So I went and sat next to the priest. But as the bus was going, I thought to myself, now, how on earth can I start a conversation with a priest? What question can I ask? And then I ask a question I will never ask again. I say, excuse me, why do priests have long hair? <laughs> and then he laughed a little, I laughed a bit, he smiled away. And then he mentioned about tradition and I thought, oh, that's a good answer. And then we started discussing things and uh, very good. And then I said to him, have you ever read the book, The Life of Christ? He said, no. Second time, I said, have you read the book, The Life of Christ? He said, no. The third time, he said, no. I said, I said to him, you, I can't believe it. You're a priest and you never read 
the book, The Life of Christ. In English, it's The Desire of Ages. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so he says, he says, where can I buy it? I said, I sell it. <laughs> At that time, I, do, I was selling some yes. Christian books. Anyway, we gave an appointment, and I went to the cemetery that he was uh, working there, and uh, I sold him the book. And then he asked me every Tuesday, I used to visit, and we had Bible studies. Mm. But after about three, four months, one day, he said to me, listen, I spent for many years in priesthood studying, but with you, he says, in a few months, I learned so many things because they are straight from the Bible, not from tradition, mm -hmm. but one on one thing, you are wrong. On one thing, you are wrong. I said, what is it? He says, on the Sabbath, you are wrong. And I thought to myself, Oh, thank you, Lord. That's the best subject to be wrong in the Greek language. Mm -hmm. And I said to him, what do you mean? He says, the last day of the week is not Saturday, but is Sunday. You see, the last Sabbath, or the, the last day of the week is Sunday. And I thought to myself, okay, 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 just for a moment. Let's say you are right and I'm wrong. So the last of the week is Kiryaki. Okay, Sunday. I said to him, can you please tell me which is the first day of the week? Well, he says, the first of the week is the Ftera, the second. Okay. And which is the second? He says, the third. And which is the third? He says, the fourth. We went to the fifth. He says, what am I doing? I said, what are you doing, Papa Petros? You see, in the Greek language, it's by numbers. You can never go wrong. And then we both, that's when we both decided, maybe that's why the Lord chose the Greek language, to be, the New Testament to be written in the Greek language. Wow. It is so clear. You can never go wrong. Mm. That's why many theologians, they, they do in the curriculum, they supposed to at least study the original Greek. Mm. To find the root word, what is the actual meaning. Mm. It's so important. Dinos, uh, now as we talk, that's why I haven't interrupted you at all because it's, it's just um, amazing, you know, what you're sharing with us. And um, I want to come back a little bit to at the beginning of your uh, story because now as you share with, the, with this example, uh, you already knew the Bible, you knew a lot because uh, I will just spell it out this one now yeah. that you study theology and, yeah. and you... Uh, you are serving the Lord in a different capacity, even as sure. a as a pastor. Sure. But before that, now you are still a young person, yeah. and you searching the Bible, mm. and you find some answers there. What brought you to change your life, and even even the in these terms about the Sabbath, which you share yeah. with us from a very traditional upbringing yeah. as a Greek. Person, what? What? Yeah. It, it is. It is amazing. You know, people who are born in the church and they never had a personal experience to search themselves, and they grow up in something, mm. uh, whatever they believe, they not as passionate or as fervent as you have a personal experience, uh, experience and encounter mm -hmm. uh, with the Lord and His truth. So, uh, my first uh, discovery. It was about the Sabbath without knowing anything about people of uh, 
keeping the Sabbath. I just thought I was the only person that brought this to the attention to my uh, brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, uh, and, and the other thing, it was, you see, the Sabbath, and what happens when a person dies? Mm-hmm. And I didn't know anything about it because we brought a different as a Greek Orthodox. And uh, then uh, in, in Sydney, uh, where I was working, I remember there was this girl that uh, uh, I was working as a metal polisher. Mm-hmm. And there was this girl that in that department that she, I was uh, the foreman in charge of everything. Anyway, and this uh, lady, this girl, she was uh, Australian. And uh, my English at that time, it, it wasn't, uh, it was very rough. But, uh, but anyway, uh, so uh, one day she said to me, it was Friday, and she says, uh, would you mind if I leave a bit earlier today? And I said to her, why is somebody sick? She said, no, 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 I want to go and fix my hair because tomorrow I'm going to church. And I said to her, hey, all people go to church on Sunday. He said, and then she says, oh, I go, he says, on Saturday because according to the command. When she said this, I remember in my mind, oh, there a picture came uh, of me bringing the attention to my brother-in-law about the Saturday, Sabato and so on. And I thought, do you mind if I come with you? And the girl got a shock. So I went to her with her and at that day they had communion service. And thank God I have my Greek Bible with me because I didn't understand everything that was said. But I have my Greek Bible and I checked the verses. Mm-hmm. And as a matter of fact, I thought, hey, these people follow exactly what the Bible says. And then I went there when they had communion and they washed one another's feet. And I said, following exactly what Jesus directed mm-hmm. and counseled his disciples. And I thought, the Sabato, the Sabbath, near the communion. And uh, so that was my introduction to uh, venture out, not only for myself, but there is some other people who are following these guidelines. Mm-hmm. And that was my beginning from there. And then I started selling Christian books. Mm-hmm. And slowly, 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 I began my journey more steadily now okay yeah. and you're more interested to to find uh, out uh, in a different way about the bible and that's why yes, I, said, when I mentioned about i was used to oh, the, yeah theology and through uh, tradition you see yeah. uh, the problem is look tradition is not bad if it is in harmony with the bible with the bible absolutely absolutely yeah. traditions are good but as long as they're in harmony, if tradition contradicts the teachings of jesus there is a problem Mm. And I remember that verse in the Bible when Jesus said to the Pharisees and yeah. to the Sadducees, you know, how well did you change the law of God yeah. in the favor of your own tradition, you know, because it was a tradition by man, not a tradition which God uh, actually foretold us. That was a very good That's example. That's very, very important. Mm. Very important. Uh, because you see, humans, we have the tendency to see things only in our own eyes. Yes. Instead of uh, take a step back and think, if God is a creator, if God is a creator, wouldn't he give us the counsel to follow the best guidelines for our happiness, mm-hmm. for our assurance? 
You see? Yes. So, uh, some people say, Oh, if could only he God talk to me. Uh, or why doesn't he appear? Mm. Where God is here with us all the time in his written word. Yes. You see, Christ was the living word when he came to reveal the character of the Father. But as he left, we have his written word. Mm -hmm. And that's where we find all the counsels that we need for our happiness, our assurance, and salvation. That's so true. That When I'm looking at the clock right now, I can't believe it that we are coming to the end of our uh, time, our program. And even I, I usually play a song, but this time I haven't got time even to do that. <laughs> but, Dino, just before we'll uh, close, mm. I would like you, if you can, just to speak to our listeners there and just what would you like to say to the people who are searching to find more about God as you as a young man or even a, like a child you had questions and you search and you came to that uh, mm. uh, understanding and realization that mm. whatever is in the Bible yeah. it's what God wants us to follow what would you say to to a person who is listening to you yeah. right now well you see Oh, somebody could say so many things. The Bible is yeah, is full of promises, but there is one in, in Peter that is. Uh, uh, pr Peter was uh, a fisherman, very simple person, totally different to Paul. And then some people were saying God is lack concerning His promise of the second coming, and then He says, "Oh no, 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 no! God is not lack concerning His promise, but His Lord suffering." And he knows, he says, there is sincere people on planet Earth. And Christ will not make his appearance. And he gives opportunity to every person who is sincere. And is searching for truth. He's giving opportunity. And the Holy Spirit will work in those hearts to bring them closer to Jesus and follow his footsteps to eternal life through his word. Amen. That, that was very nice because I like what you said. God is a long-suffering God. Now we know that God is love. Of course. And in John 3.16, it's very clear about the love of God. But he's long-suffering. And to our listeners now, I just want to say, don't lose any opportunity to know about God and his love because he's waiting for you to give your heart Absolutely. And uh, thank you very much, Dino, for coming with us on this program in the footsteps of Jesus. And I'm pretty sure that we'll be able to connect for further stories and experiences with the Lord, even if we need to, to come over the phone. Uh -huh. Maybe with you from Greece. Who knows? Maybe. Um, Only God knows. But, but thank you for the invitation. You, you are very welcome and we're privileged to have you with us uh, on this program. And may and heavenly blessings to all your listeners. Thank you very much. And may God bless you too. Mm -hmm. We haven't heard much about your family as the background, but we know you're visiting uh, your daughter here. And do you have any other children in Australia? Yes. Yeah. I have three daughters, mm -hmm. two in Sydney, one here, Another and three way. grandchildren. Beautiful. All the blessings to them too. And uh, until next time, may God bless you and bless all our listeners. Please don't forget, keep walking in the footsteps of Jesus. Amen.